Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They is buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. December 22nd, 2023. The last show, the last Kentucky Roll Call before Christmas. We appreciate you tuning in. Good morning to you. Hope you're having a great start to your weekend, to your Friday, to your Christmas holiday break. We've got one more show. Like we said, it's going to be a good one. The Cats win. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Roush, Justin Kalen. Roush, how are you? I'm Scoots. I'm proud of you. Um, yeah, big big guest today. We got one half of married U of L UK couple here. Can you believe it? That's me. I've got a knack for the cameras. That's for sure. Did when they asked uh, to put your, they were like, "Oh, so what's your name? Can you spell it for us for the for the CG?" Did you give them a? Come on, you don't. Do you know who I am? They knew they knew who I was. They were like, Mr. Sports Soccer, what would you like us to put you down as your name? I was like, ah, let's just go TJ for the while. Okay. No. Oh. Uh, a guy named Mark stopped us. He looked familiar, but I was Mark I Mark Vandroff. Shout Mark. out South End. Uh he, he was a nice fella. He was just like, uh, you won't mind if I grab you for an interview. I was like, Absolutely you can. <laughs> What's great is he he interviewed us in the infield at uh Derby one year. <laughs> And uh, his his wife actually teaches with mine, so it was like, oh, oh, funny, small world, small world. Wait, I'm confused. Yeah, we. What did I miss? What and why does that make you proud of me, Ralph? Scoots, it was a joke because TJ was on TV. You never get guests, and so this is we we got a TV guy on oh, our radio okay. show. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. I didn't That's know TJ joke, was too. on TV. WLKY. I missed it. He's world. Yeah, I got I got interviewed for being so cool. <laughs> They were looking for the most handsome Kentucky fan at the Yum Center. And yep. we're just like, well, we got to talk to the sports talker. They were like, wow, this fellow outkicked his coverage in a big way. He's next to somebody wearing red. Let's see what's up with him. And they interviewed me. I was nice, you know. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I played it nice. So we, we, I gave my wife credit for being there, for showing up as a U of L fan, going to that bloodbath, which it ended up being. And yeah, I was on WLKY right in front of the Yum Center. It was funny. It made for a good picture. It was a fun night. It was it was a good day. A good day. Can fun, we, fun game. Fun, fun oh seeing man. the Yum Center be blue. We're gonna talk all about it. Get your text in on the Thornton's text line. 
Ralph, let's check in with Scooch, though. Scooch, how are you? I'm good. I, I, I had a fantastic Thursday night, went 2-0-1 on my three bets that I placed. So, shout out Kentucky, shout out Indiana for covering their numbers. Um, Ooh, but no, shout out the Rams. I uh, did not bet on the Rams, although I should have. <laughs> Looking back, that was one of those games. I was like, why didn't I? By the time the Indiana game was at halftime, that game, the NFL game, was already at halftime of their game. And I was like, well, crap, I never even bet. That that NFL game snuck up quick when you've got Kentucky playing at 6, followed by the Hoosiers at 8.30. Didn't, didn't, it kind of started without me even realizing that it started. There was one of those two scoots where, um, like, if you look at the scoreboard at 4 o'clock on Sunday or 6 o'clock, and you're like, all right, these were – like medium favorites, like a four to six point favorite, and they're up by 10, 14 points. You're like, why didn't I just bet it? Like, I know it was a little bit more, but like, why didn't you just take it? Told myself that last night, took them. Um, so that was a nice little, uh, little something, something to kind of, you know, a come down, if you will, following the Kentucky game. That the six o'clock tip, um, I think I would like. Like, I, I enjoy it. Maybe not for a game that I want to be this fired up for. Um, because, like, I, I was watching it at a buddy's house where, you know, it starts out, it's three UK fans and a, a Louisville fan. And they're playing poker. I, I, I couldn't stay for cards, but as people were showing up for poker, it was just a Louisville fan, Louisville fan, Louisville fan. They're like, oh, God, Roush is here. And I'm just, you know, like, I, I, I can't. I, here's the, here's the question I had, TJ, because I had this energy like for big games. I'm standing the entire time while I watch. Like I don't, I can't sit down. Like I'm pacing. I'm got my hands. Like I just, I gotta, I gotta be up and moving around and fired up and high fiving. So I had the, I was bringing the energy. It did not feel like there was a lot of energy, a lot of buzz coming through the cameras from the Yum Center. Is that is that fair? Yeah. Yes and no. It, it was definitely. I mean, you'll never be at a. If you were there last night, you'll never be at another UK U of L game quite like that. And we talked about the tickets yesterday. We like brought that up on the air. I have no doubt that U of L swallowed thousands of tickets. I. That's just the dumbest thing ever. Like you're. The upper level. The upper level wasn't even fifty percent full. Like whether red or blue, I mean, it was ninety percent blue. The upper level, the third level, the three hundred level seats, but it was probably like sixty percent full, maybe. If I'm ninety percent blue, about sixty percent full, and then the lower level filled in nicely. I'm guessing people from the upper level just went down there, and then that was about 50, 50, 60, 40 UK, kind of somewhat what I predicted. But you'll never go to another atmosphere like that because it. it I don't know, Roush. It felt like an NCAA tournament game in like El Paso or something where there was like a lot of Kentucky fans. There were some fans of the other team, but it was mostly just like, Hey, we're playing in this ginormous building. It's not at capacity. And that's what it felt like last night. There's no big blue chance. There was cats chance. Oh, I like the blue and white. Dude, that's the, when you know. you. Really <laughs> those blue white chants were incredible. Me and Gil kind of just looked at each other like, what is happening? This is, I mean, that's, that is super embarrassing if you're a Louisville fan, right? I mean, yeah. to, to let them come wanna... in and be that loud in a cheer, their own cheer. I think it's more embarrassing, though, that Louisville would rather not make money than sell tickets. Like, I, maybe, the, maybe they did open all the tickets and the ones they opened got swallowed up instantly, but we tweeted out 
that, hey, UK or UofL has opened up tickets and there are hundreds, hundreds, if not thousands. I think there's thousands. It was as far as I could scroll, Roush. Yeah. It was $70 seats. It was just like 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70. And then by the time we finished our show yesterday, and, that, and I was a little surprised by that because like my tweet for being shadow banned, it, it kind of took off. And people are retweeting it. Oscar Combs was retweeting it. And a little part of me was thinking, like, well, if anybody actually clicked on that link, they'd see that, like, there are not $70 tickets left anymore. Well, they, they, were, they, were, they were there for uh, at 10 a.m. I, I saw it later this morning because somebody else t- tweeted that link out, and they were, they were there. So it might have been a take-it-down-put-it-back-up situation. That, mu- that, that must have been it. But I looked a little later in the day, and they just weren't there. And, and maybe they – uh, whatever they were doing, U of L was a bunch of goobers. The concession stands in the upper level, most of them were open, but some of them were not. Uh, I, I figured you probably have a situation like that. And I hope the U of L fans enjoyed seeing their building at least somewhat lively. At least some people were having fun in that place. Oh, I've got a neighbor who works um, at a bar for the Yum Center, and he's like, "Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird being busy at one of these hit games." Yeah, one of the concession workers was like, I- I'm so sorry. You just got to be patient with me. And I was like, I'm not in a rush. I was like, I bet you all probably aren't used to being this crowded. She's like, we have it. This is the most people we've seen all season. She's <laughs> she she sweet. But uh, it was fun. It was a great time. I'm a TV oh, superstar. The cats dominate the cards. Rob usual. Kim's a superstar. Antonio Reeves is a superstar. TJ, Kentucky scored 50. They scored 53 points in the first half. And they didn't score for the first three and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That was hilarious. Uh, and the, during that time, you're like, oh, gosh. Well, I guess if you got the Cats first to 10, you're probably going to lose that bet. No, they, they still got that. Um, even though they started slow, they were first to 10. They did lead by 20 at half. I think it was close for what? Two media timeouts. Um, before Reeves were, we, we all know Antonio Reeves, he's at his best, um, against bad teams, Louisville, bad team. He had 20 points at half 30. And, uh, as somebody pointed out in the Kentucky roll call community on Twitter, we've got another person to add to the Rolodex for Corey Price's trivia, the fourth 30 point scorer in this game or in the history of Kentucky basketball. I thought it was the third. I thought there were four beforehand, and then he, he became the fifth. It was one U of L guy, three UKs. I thought Reeves, Derek Miller and Kenny Walker, and Reeves is the fourth. He had a good game. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and, yeah, again, like I, I, there is a part of me, Roush, that just feels bad for people that don't listen to our radio show and they're just missing out on money. Uh, I and I tweeted this one out, like the Huntley Hatfield <laughs> over nine and a half points. What? Somebody has to score on U of L, like. I'm I'm mad because I I'd been busy and I pull up my phone and it was like oh no it's too late like tip offs happening you're like because that was free money TJ he had that in six minutes or something like that he he could play on St Rayfield's B team and they could play against Kentucky and he would still probably score double digits he scores against the Cats it is what it is he scores against UK he was perfect eight eight from the field. 16 points. He he hit the over on the nine and a half at like the under 12. It was very early on in the game that he got that total. So that felt good. Not to have to sweat that. I put a, a large chunk of change on him getting the over. But the difference in the game, Roush, and you figured it was going to be something like this. 
was between the under 12 and the under eight timeout in the first half. And I want to say at the under 12, it was a pull it up for you. 14 to 14, I think, somewhere in that ballpark. And like, you know, it, the the atmosphere at the game was good. UVL's players were talking a little trash. They were kind of into it. It was 14 to 14. Correct. And Target then, tie ball game. And then I want to say by the time the under eight happened, which was a little late. At um, 701, Kentucky's up by 13 points. Yeah. So I think it was like 33 to 20. So UK in one TV timeout stretch outscores Louisville basically 19 to six in a four minute stretch, which and, isn't the craziest thing in the world. But I did look at the wife and I was like, it, it is over now. Like that was it. Like that four minute stretch was the game and it's over. And I wasn't saying it to be mean. I, and she knew as much. She was just happy that it was closed for like eight minutes. And then, it, and then, it, and then it was over like the game. I mean, UK just dominated UofL waved the white flag roush. And the rest was was big blue history. You, that you was got, the stretch there. That four minute stretch. That was the game over at that point. You got to commend uh, Huntley Hatfield for making sure that Diero didn't just dunk on his his body out of the Yum Center, or he straight up nice little collision because that that could have been brutal. That could have thoroughly ended it there. But Diero kind of got that run started with his three. They were just they were struggling. They were cold from outside, and it felt like in the first few minutes that, that Kentucky was just kind of trying to they, they couldn't penetrate the Louisville defense right like they couldn't really break them down completely and get these wide open looks and then once that first three started to fall they started having to run at the three-point line at guys not named Antonio Reeves and even Antonio Reeves they they, they were toast it, it softened everything up made for easy buckets and we uh I forgot what day this week where you kind of talk about like, well, if this guy doesn't play well, then you've got this guy who is going to play well. And that was certainly the case <laughs> last night. We had a big game from Aaron Bradshaw against North Carolina. He deal with foul trouble, doesn't play too hot. So Trey Mitchell comes in, knocks down four threes, has 12 boards to go with it, 18 points. That's like, you got to remember that that Trey Mitchell – four three-point game, that's going to happen like once every four or five games. It's awesome. That's an awesome thing to have in the arsenal. Uh, you had your big Reeves game because Reeves is a kind of a, well, he averages like 10, 12 points. He's going to hit three threes. But then he has the game where he's in his bag and he's just lighting them up. That absolutely happened. Uh, and then you, you you spread it around everywhere else too where Adu Thierro is playing awesome. Uh, Justin Edwards kind of got out of his stink in the second half and knocked down threes. Uh, just a, a total team effort. Uh, I, we, we can spend so much time going through this box score and smiling from ear to ear. But the biggest smile I had on my face, TJ, the exclamation point at the end. Because I, I may have been with somebody who was um, – Christmas was dependent on, on how well the Cats played. And – he, he his wagering treatment is much different than me. I don't talk about the, the the spread, the bet at all. And he just kept saying, like, there was a big three from somebody. He's like, that's the cover right there. Like, he kept saying it after, like, I don't know, five or six different shots. That's the cover right there. That's the cover right there. When Rob Dillingham is running in transition and gets the windmill dunk and the look on his face, 
just the despicable look on his face as he is rim rattling the Yum Center. Oh, oh man, I, I watched that so many times just to see the red jerseys chasing him down the court with a sparsely filled Yum Center. Oh man, that's that arena. The look on his eyes, the killer instinct, the sad uh, quitability of the team he's playing, who's wearing their road jerseys on their home floor. <laughs> what the hell was that all about? That ticked me off. Oh, that that actually, I mean, it's the dumb, of all the dumb things they've done, that's kind of. Oh, it was, the, it was the red out. Yeah. They were like, red for the red out. We're going to let Kentucky wear their home jerseys when they have more. I mean, they, Kentucky have more fans and they want them wear their home jerseys too. And they pumped in crowd noise. <laughs> Why wouldn't Kentucky wear yeah. blue, even if Louisville's wearing red? Because Mitch Barnhart doesn't have a spine is the main reason. How does he play Would into you? it? Because he's the athletic director. Yeah, I don't know why they don't do the red versus blue, though. Like, it's cool. They they did it in volleyball when we were there earlier this year. That was, it was neat. Just Good look. Kentucky can do it, and then they may get in trouble, or they may like, oh, you're not allowed to wear colored jerseys with the colored jerseys. Oh, who cares? What are you going to do? Like, pull us off the court? You're going to physically remove us from the game? I didn't like that. I like seeing the Cats wearing the blue. They weren't wearing the blue. That was probably the only thing that I was disappointed about with last night, Roush. But it's still just hilarious that Kentucky got, Kentucky got to be the home team in the EM Center, right? This was our Freedom Hall game. This was the game that we would go to and get great seats and watch the Cats beat up on Austin P. And instead, it was just Louisville in their home arena wearing our home jersey. The only difference is they didn't bring the Rupp Arena floor. That was the only thing missing. Everything now, else. They have their nice home. UofL floor with the Dunking Cardinal. They do have a great floor. They don't have big, ugly, big blue blocks on there. But that was really the only thing missing from that just being a total UK home game was the big blue blocks. Cal should have just dropped those stickers out there, and it would have really, really felt like home. Uh, great win. Fun night. UK rules. The Cardinals, they drool. Uh, they're a mess. I, I they're I said in the WLKY interview yesterday, Roush, like their fans are annoying. And the second that they like taste a victory against UK in one of the big sports, they're going to be obnoxious and we'll be kicking ourselves forever having sympathy or empathy for them. But it, this, this needs to get better. Like that was not UK U of L last night. You're right. That was like UK Austin P in the Yum Center. And UK fans showed up not nervous about the game. They showed up to have a good time because they knew it was going to be a beatdown, and they were not disappointed. Eight, 12 minutes into the game, what everybody thought was going to happen, happened. Red, blue, neutral, doesn't matter. Everybody knew UK was the better team. Everybody knew UK was going to dominate. Those things happened, but this doesn't feel like cats and cards. It doesn't feel like red and blue. U of is an absolute dumpster fire. And Roush, I, I had some lunch with buddies yesterday, all U of L fans. I was like, what do you all do? They were they were like, You going to the game? I was decked out in blue, so they they knew. I was like, Yeah, yeah, I'm going. I was like, what are you all gonna do for it? These are like the biggest U of L fans I know. They were at the one of them was at the ACC championship game just you know a couple of weeks ago. They they legitimately Roush were like, I'm not gonna watch it. They're like, I'm going to probably keep it up on my phone in case it's close. I may flick it on, but like, we've got dinner tonight with so and so. And this other people were like, Yeah, we, we're going to a comedy show. 
I was like, oh, if you want to see a comedy show, go to the Yum Center. <laughs> but in all seriousness, like my friends who are some of the biggest U of L fans I know, they had zero interest, not in going to the game, just watching it, like having it on. And you have to ask yourself, like, if you're anything like me, and I know people listening to this radio show are, and especially my friends are, we had very similar upbringings. Roush, I know you're similar. Can you imagine a scenario where UK and UofL are playing basketball and you nonchalantly get asked about it and you're like, oh, I kind of forgot it was tonight. I don't think I'm going to watch. What? Kill me now. Like, just put me out of my misery if I'm ever at that point where UK and UofL could be playing basketball and things are so bad in Lexington, I would have zero interest in watching it or potentially even forget the game was going on. No chance, Scoots, in France that I would ever be at that state. But it kind of goes to show where UofL's at. And IU's been in the dumpster before, but even, I don't know, I just, I, I cannot believe it's this bad for UofL. Well, I mean, even when Indiana was down, our fan base is still watching games. I mean, I, I admittedly didn't really want to watch that game last night, but that was because Indiana was playing North Alabama. If it was a uh, Indiana Purdue game, I would have been hyped for it, excited to watch it. But I mean, I, I did end up watching the whole thing, but I, I admittedly didn't want to. But my team's good. My team's not Louisville, so I mean, I can. I guess I can kind of understand the mindset if you're, if you are a Louisville fan, you're not having any fun watching this team, and especially if you know what's coming when you're playing a team like Kentucky. I don't, I don't know how hype I would be for that. So I, I can get the mindset of not wanting to watch. Yeah, I, I no, I don't. I, I, I don't either. Um, that that was. I'm with you, TJ. Where at least, like my friends watched the game, but it was very odd that I show up to the house at six. I'm locked in. And I know people like kids and all that sort of stuff, and it's different now. We're older, but like I can't imagine just casually showing up in the middle of the game because you're just like I, you know, what what does it matter and. That part needs to change. I, I'm I'm with you, and we can talk about that. But I'm I had a great time watching that basketball game. I don't know about you guys, but it, even when Kentucky was beating Louisville forty-eight to ten and fifty-six to ten, like I enjoyed it. When it, it the build-up not as fun, the aftermath not as fun because you don't get that that fight back, right? Like you don't. Yeah. But but you know what? I enjoy kicking Louisville's ass at every every single time. Like, there's nothing. It is so much fun. I just – I feel like uh, Dwight Schrute and the schmug bug just walking around like, go Cats go. Like, beat them up. <laughs> this is fun. This is easy. Reed Shepard's getting career highs and assists. Dillingham's windmill dunking. Aaron Bradshaw's on the sideline, like, dancing, just, like, giddy, kicking his feet out. I mean, it's just uh, – it's so well, much fun. Well said. I agree with you. You never take these for granted. It's always a good time. Uh, it, it just it, it's more fun though. Like when they think they've got a chance, and then you yeah, yes, you, and you I agree. Twist, like twist we, the this is the you know you're at a bad place when your rivals like guys. Can you at least just make this more fun? Like yeah, come on, like get, do, do it's something. Probably the most insulting thing to them is that like they they get sympathy from Kentucky fans being like, hey. We love beating you. Don't get me wrong, but can you all show just a little bit more fight? It's like yeah, when like, you're playing a video game and it's just not – it's so easy. It's 58 to nothing. You're like, dude, take it off rookie mode. Like, Yeah, on. it's like we got to um, go level up here. That, that's – UofL needs to, to go level up. But Roush, it doesn't seem like they're going to fire Kenny Payne. Um, I, 
I just love that I could have written down John Calipari's quotes before he said them. You know, Kenny needs more time. I did think it was – I was amused by um, – the, the clip I saw was from Ken Spencer where, you know, two and a half minutes of Kenny Payne talking about his team and the future of the program. And Kenny's like, we got to get more transfers. These high school guys, I don't know. It's like, I mean, Reed Shepard just had – 11 assists like what Kenny was- it does, you're not going to be around to get anybody yeah like, you know it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you're going to do or not do I'm shocked that they're not firing him though uh, it is what it is they've got like a two-week break before they play again which by the way we don't get to talk about a UK basketball game again after today like a reactionary one in the year 2023 this is it the next yeah, one we do yeah. the next game's Illinois State, and then that's New Year, and we won't come back till the second or whenever we'll come back. So, well, that was a good one to end on. That was a good one to end on, Scooch. Well said, buddy. But yeah, it seems like Kenny Payne's going to hang around. If I was a UVL fan, I'd be just so furious with Josh Hurd, like livid with. with well, and him. the thing is, is people don't. Um, I, I and and I think this is rightfully so too. Like people don't give him a lot of credit for making this bad hire they aren't slamming him for it however if you're not going to pull the trigger like they're, they're going to start blaming you for not doing your job now yeah um, and i'll and i'll credit like nick coffee and ty spalding they're some of the few media members and, and rutherford hasn't kissed up but i haven't seen him call out josh Hurd, so he's he's in the middle ground and that's totally all right he can do whatever he wants but I'll credit Coffee and Spalding. They've called out Josh Hurd. We're the other U of L fanboy media. They've Josh is a smart guy. He'll get this right. You know, they're playing the long game that like I'll say nice things about Josh and then hopefully he'll reward us with information or being a buddy of ours. Where you've got people that actually care about the university and Spalding and Coffee, and they're like, uh, people can like Josh Hurd, but this isn't good. He's not yeah. talking. He's not making any action. The Yum Center's a ghost town, and he doesn't seem to care, or he doesn't seem to do anything about it. And they're calling him out. But now the attention needs to be turned on Josh Hurd, if I were a UofL fan. Because, you know, Kenny is what he is. People like him as a person. They realize it's an absolute dumpster fire with him being a coach. But it's on Josh now. That, like, what do you do? Like, you, these fans are hurting. The program is dying, and you're not even saying anything? Like, and, and people could say, like, well, what could he say? What, what would he go up there and say? Anything. Like, go up there and be like, hey, this is unacceptable. I promise you in, in soon time the Yum Center is going to be full again and this thing's going to get back to normal. And if it ain't with a coach, it, you know, he could say a million things. But nothing is not the play. And not doing anything I don't think is the play. But I don't care. The Cats rock. I'd watch this UK team just do warm-up lines. Roush, I never get to games early. We got to, we got to our seats, like, during warm-ups just because – I cannot get enough of this UK team. And you're right. It could have been Austin P last night. And I don't, I, I would have probably been a little less excited with it being a red versus blue UK U of L rivalry, but it wouldn't matter. Like I would have been as pumped just to watch this team play basketball. I can't say it enough. I said it in the Twitter space last night. This team is really good. This UK basketball team is really good. They've got dogs across the board. They've got shooters, they've got penetrators, they've got passers, they're unselfish, they seem to like one another, and then now their front court is to match the backcourt. It's a really, really good team. It's going to be a really, really fun season. March is going to be awesome. 
It's always better when Louisville's got a little life to them and this whole city comes to life in March when both teams are buzzing. That's fine. They can take another March off. I think Kentucky's going to carry the torch this year in terms of the excitement level is going to be there, folks. And I just recommend get in on it, fall in love with this team, don't listen to the whiny criticism that happens every so often. I, this is this is a team you can fall in love with. Are they going to break your heart in March? Possibly. It's sports, Roush. Only one team can win the championship. But I'm going to take my team, I'm going to take this team over pretty much any other ones to do just that. I This team's really, really good. And as the defense continues to pick up, just watch out. Yeah, it. Um, <clears throat> I can't. I'm not going to judge the defense either for this game because it's like you're. I mean, the second half they were just playing whoever, wherever. Yeah, right? it was, and you know what? That was great because it got Justin Edwards. I mean, this wasn't the quote unquote Justin Edwards game, but you got him to kind of get out of his funk a little bit there, where you know he he draws the charge early in transition. Um, some things aren't going his way, but he had that little stretch there where he hit. Um, you know, scored like seven, eight points uh, in a in a very short amount of time. Also, when Rob Dillingham gets in his bag, my God, like that guy, he is. It's like he eats the uh, the star in Mario Kart, and it just and just gets like points, 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 and you're just like, oh man, how long is the star gonna last? Like somebody give him another one, like because it it happens so quickly, and you're just wondering like. How how long can this how long can this go on? It's usually like three buckets, but it happens so fast that it feels like more. And it's just it's awesome instant offense. I like that comparison. It always feels like he's just cru- like when he is going through one of those stretches, it feels like he's just on Rainbow Road. You remember Rainbow Road from N64? Yeah. It takes like, a while. Yeah. Everything everything was great. Like it was just beautiful. And that's what Rob Dillingham is. Uh-huh. Yeah, can't hit the chop chop. I was good at the jump jump. No, I was talking about the guy chomping. The, oh, the, I thought you meant the secret shortcut the, off the start. Yeah, I can't, I can't. I could do Wario Stadium, not regularly, but the, the Rainbow Road one was always much riskier to do that jump. Oh, yeah. If you didn't get Rainbow Road, I mean, you were at the point where it was like, I just need to go in reverse and try to hit it because I'm already too far behind. That was a significant advantage. And same with Warrior Stadium. Uh, yeah. Nothing better than in one of the, like, back in college playing in 64 Mario Kart and somebody getting stuck trying to get one of those and oh, you, you yeah. just lapping them and being like, you loser, you're, you're in last, you know, you know, just get really, really making them feel bad about themselves. Similar to the cards last night. Uh, and that's the thing is that like, I do for the UL fans that were there, my wife included, I do feel bad for them. Like it is shocking that the UL basketball program has fallen to this level. Like it is just hard to believe but it should be a reminder for like UK fans and fans all throughout the country. Like if it could happen to IU and then just in a matter of years, it could happen to U of L Roush. Like who is safe? Hopefully Kentucky, but yeah. You know, well, and you know, at least Mitch Barnhart uh, didn't let the Billy poop show continue. And um, yeah. Can you imagine a scenario where like former players like Jeff Shepard and like, you get Scott Paget, and they're like, "This is who our next coach is going to be, or we're going to lose our minds." Mitch Barnhart would be like, "Who are you all again?" Like, <laughs> uh, I'll go ahead and make this hire, and it's going to be somebody who's morally a great human. 
but in all seriousness, I will credit Mitch Barnhart. He wouldn't let former players handcuff the program. Keep I love the program to, hostage. Kenny just like, yeah, you can't use the transfer portal. First off, he already had some transfers, but like, buddy, like this has been pretty clear that you have to use the portal. Yeah. yeah. Poor guy. All right. We need to take our first break. We'll come back. We'll get to some of the Thornton's grab and go Texers on the Thornton's text line. Thornton's the best. Man. Make sure you download that app, become a refreshing rewards member. Send your thoughts and prayers to the folks in Vegas too. They got to be just taking a bath this morning. That was, whew. well, I'm glad that what we thought was going to happen and what we predicted to happen did happen. Cause the weirdest thing about that line was just the number like what <laughs> why? Why? why was that so low but hopefully everybody profited off of it i think they did everybody i talked to i'm pretty sure that they did no more so than my dad who was just like how do i deposit more money i gotta bet and he's a ufl fan he just knew that they were gonna get smacked and they did we'll be back this is krc the cats oh. win the battle of the bluegrass again hanging on the christmas tree it's holiday season the holiday season so and Dickory Dock, don't forget to hang up your sock cause just exactly at 12 o'clock. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Ah, the best freaking team in all the land. Woohoo! Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Scoots, I won't be convinced that wasn't an eight-minute commercial. Standard four. No way, Jose. It was. No, no chance in France. That seemed long. I don't know. Maybe I'm just eager, Roush, to get it's back on up. here and and talk cats. Uh, the weekend's here. Christmas is here. UK wins again, which is basically like Christmas, getting to watch this team play basketball. Everything's good, Roush. You can't, except for the fact that I may die. Oh, no. Well, that we all must face our own mortality at some point. Well, you say that to the birthday boy here in a few days. Old JC. Uh, I, I have cramps just out the wazoo. And, yes, I'm dehydrated. And I think the, the span of the 10 beers over the course of lunch beers into UK U of L game beers – that probably played a role in it as well, Roush. But like you all may hear me make some some embarrassing noises. Is it the feet? Show. No, it's what? just the calf. Like my like. Have you ever seen maybe like a nine year old's leg? I mean, that's the size of my calf. Really, <laughs> really muscular. But if I don't hydrate properly, scoots, it will cramp. And, like, you'll see it. Like, it'll, like, be moving. And, like, it looks like a snake in my calf. It's it's crazy. But I think it has something to do with me being just so strong and muscular. <laughs> oh. Oh, too much Pelotroning? That's probably what it is. Uh, that's, yeah, man. Pelotron's so much fun. I did a Disney one the other day. They had Disney music. That's fun. So you mix that in with, like, the War Ken Burns documentary, it made for a, a real interesting 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh you're gonna have to rewatch the game too on uh um while you're pelotroning today especially the halftime bit where jay williams is just disgusted with what's happening Good at uvl 
Did Jay William is is DJ Wagner going to transfer to to U of L? Well, Kenny needs more players from the transfer portal. So DJ did play poorly. Like he didn't have a good game. No, nah, he looked like he was pressing too. Him and Bradshaw both were in foul trouble. But like, I mean, DJ right. and Bradshaw are two of your top picks. Four four total points doesn't matter. By the way, Rouse, that's a good point. Yeah, that's funny. You brought up Jay Williams, but I, I wanted to let you all know that I am fully on board with the Jimmy Dykes hate. I, I, that's one of those things when I first started producing for you all, I never really understood because I've always liked Jimmy Dykes. I think he does a really good job. But the last, I mean, this whole season, really, I've been listening to him. Dude is a freaking idiot. I don't remember what he said. <laughs> he said something at one point last night. I wish I could remember the quote, but I just looked over at Gil and I was like, what is, what? He's so stupid. He just says some of the dumbest things. I think everybody's got a friend like this and heck, I, I could have some friends listening being like, oh, TJ, that's how we feel about you. Where it's like, you can only take in small doses. Like if it was like one or two Jimmy Dykes games a year, great. He's a character. Like, we, you know, we'd be fine. It's the fact that you just get hammered over the head with Jimmy Dykes for about three months and you can't escape him, even if you want to, that it just becomes too much. I think he's fine. Seems like a nice fella. It's just, he is a character and it's just a, a character that I don't enjoy. It's like a show you don't, it's like a show that your yeah. significant other watches and it's like, I don't hate the show, well, but I'm man, not, there's, yeah. there's one character on that show. It's like their voice makes me just want to rip my hair out. It's not Jimmy Dyke's voice. It's just his little, like, bits. His bits are too much. Easy on the bits, Jimmy Dyke. I, um, for me, it's, it, it, I, like, Scoots, you just, you finally got to experience the overload on Jimmy Dyke's. Like, finding out when there is too much. Cause that, that's what it is. It's well, just the, I just get too much of him. I don't normally see him on Indiana games throughout the year, but he's done, I think, three Indiana games now. So I've, I, I have had like an overdose. I mean, the dude said the other day, I was watching an Indiana game. Gabe Cups made a shot or took a shot, and Jimmy goes, Gabe will make this if he can. Yeah, no kidding, Jimmy. That's the point of the freaking game. And then Gabe ended up missing the bucket, and he goes, and he can't. But I, I just wanted to scream through my TV, like, yeah, everybody's going to make him if they can. That's basketball, you idiot. That was actually uh, what I was known for when I was calling Louisville City games, being like, this will be a goal if it goes in. Like, how <laughs> stupid is that? Um, <laughs> It'll be a strike if it's a strike. I did enjoy um, they paired him with uh, Durham, West Durham, who – I just when I hear his voice, I just think ACC. So it was like, oh, you got the SEC guy and the ACC guy. I, I appreciate that they're giving Durham more uh, uh, spotlight nationally. Like he felt like he used to just do some ACC Network bullcrap games, but now they're they're asking him to do more. And I just I don't know. I just like the sound of his voice. It's just nice. I'd like to think sometime in the future, you know, you've seen like glimpses or tastes of this before. I'd like to think like the future of TV and sports broadcasting at some point is just going to feature like fan broadcast where you can similar to like the national championship game with Rex Chapman when he said Cal was going to the Lakers, blah, blah, blah. But like, that'll be every game where it's like, you can watch the ESPN broadcast or you can watch the UK like Homer cast where Roush, maybe it'd be us. And we're just like calling the games, but we're being silly and like having fun doing it. I do. It, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be us. 
but I do think that may be like part of the future where it's just like, all right, these guys, not for me. I'm going to head over to the fan cast or like, oh, I want to hear what the U of L fan cast is saying during this game. And you hear like Jody Dimley and just be like, it's not so bad, guys. Everything's okay. The, the, the Titanic is just at the bottom of the seabed and Joey, Jody Dimlin's like, it's, we could, you never know. Just hang in there. Rick Bozich giving Kenny Payne a big hug. No joke. Rick Bozich was just like biting his fingernails from the media seats the entire game. I think that one mattered for old Bozich. Poor guy. I remember what Jimmy Dykes said. He called DJ Dewan. Oh, like do, do some homework, bud. That's I mean, all. That's all I got. Yeah, that's not. And I'm sure the like D and DJ may stand for Dewan, but that's that's his dad. There, like, there, there's, <laughs> yeah, it may. You never know. It, it, it could stand for that. Could stand for a lot of things, I guess. But that's a that's small potatoes for Jimmy Dyke scoops. What a clown. <laughs> Freaking. Clown. Uh, some of the grab and go, go textures. Excuse me, uh, John. The first one. Good morning, John. You said the cat's by 20-plus. Ooh, it's 19. John here. Good morning to all. L's down forever, baby. Coach Cal and the team were giving out early Christmas gifts. Plus, our stocking stuffer of Billy Richmond was sweet. Well, I'm heading to a wrestling meet for my son. Then later on, the family and I will see the movie Iron Claw. Is that something you all might check out? I've never heard of the Iron Claw. Well, have a great Christmas, everyone. I will be rejoicing with my Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, got to go. Cat, you later. He's really emphasizing the cat again. I'm with you, you John. Uh, People forget that Billy Richmond committed yesterday, a.k.a. me for a brief moment. Yep. Um, It's also one of those things like Billy was was, him and J.J. Weaver making announcements like within, I don't know, 30 minutes of the U.K. UofL basketball game. What did J.J. Weaver announce? He's back. He, how does that dude have any eligibility left? He was only class of 19. So, yeah. he's Yeah, 19-19 maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, like making announcements right before the Kentucky Louisville basketball game. Not great for exposure. Well, cool. That's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Billy Richmond one's funny, too. Uh, you remember how the back end of this thing, of the website works, TJ, where, like, you could – there was always a few posts, like, at the top. Of our back end that, like, you know, we use as references or something like that. But there was always a couple up there. Well, we've had a Billy Richmond commits to Kentucky post ready for months. And I'm just like, I guess, I mean, is this guy ever going to do it? Is it going to no. happen? You guys <laughs> only write things when it happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 800 words in 30 <laughs> seconds. Uh, but I do love, though, that it's just like, oh, so he waits until, like, we have lots to talk about elsewhere to do it. Um but yeah, I, just I really didn't know the JJ Weaver stuff. That's awesome. Uh, the Billy Richmond, I don't know. I I I don't want to be too hot takey with it. I just like it worked with the freshman. Ah, I'm getting too hot takey with it. Darn it! It worked with the freshmen this year, Roush, because like these freshmen were awesome. Like they were shooters. They were guards. They were people that could take people off the dribble and get to the rim. Like. And I'm not saying that it won't work with all the freshmen next year either. Like, it very well could. These people are usually, you know, most of them are projected pretty highly on draft boards. We're all about NBA talent here. But it's but it does have to fit well together. I just hope he's not, like, pushing potential people out 
because, well, they've got all these great freshmen coming in. And I've always thought that's so dumb and overrated that, like, if you think you're a good player and you're considering going to the NBA, but some freshmen may force your hand. And I'm talking about, like, a Dakari Johnson. Like, you know, they're not so much people lately, although you could make that exact case for Chris Livingston just last year. But point being, I just hope he's not getting too many freshmen. Uh, I hope he's just not like, oh, well, see, this year's fun. We're back to playing a good style. It's because I've got freshmen, and that's what I need to do moving forward. I just hope, I just hope it's the right blend. I felt very confident about this most recent crop with Wagner and Shepard and Dillingham and Bradshaw. I, I don't feel as confident with this next group. Jaden Quaintance, he's awesome. He's going to be a star. That's a huge get. Billy Richmond, Roush, I just don't know if he's going to be like a day one. I'm going to go out there. And the Camden guys are great. And there's times where UK would go watch like Wagner and Bradshaw and Billy Richmond would be the best player of the bunch. So maybe I'm maybe I'm just too far out of the game and I don't have my recruiting chops. But I just hope Cal isn't filling up the roster with freshmen just because they're highly rated freshmen. And then he's got a good track record of this stuff, but I guess I'm I, I just not over the. I guess I'm not over the moon about the Billy Richmond commitment. Is the nuts and bolts of all this? Well, I mean, look at the freshmen that he took last year, where they were in the recruiting rankings. Look at the freshmen they're taking this year. It's it's different, right? You, yeah, like Boogie Flan. I know Scooch thought he was going to be a Hoosier. It's just like I don't know. Are they as athletic and can they break down a defense as well as this other group can? Maybe again, I'm not in the game as much anymore, but I just, you know, I, I hope it's just not like, oh, well, I'm back in my game of getting the star freshman that I want and look at me go. It's got to be the right fit. And maybe it is. I just haven't maybe studied up on it enough. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's, it's just, it's fair. Like it, um, because, uh, let me just rattle off the, the rankings for some of them. Um, because it like, is it so Jane Quain's top 10 guy. Makes sense, right? Um, nobody else in the top 30. Travis Perry, 70th. Santos Cyril, 68. Boogie Flan, 33. Billy Rich. Okay, Billy Richmond, 24. But you know what I mean? Like, it's not that. This exactly. class is a bunch of top 10 guys, you know? So you're yeah. kind of like. And do you in also, do you need five? Like, do you need this many? Or, uh, that's that's I know that's kind of what I'm getting at. And secondly, like, the transfer portal is such an option for you. And again, like. This is a fun season. Let's not forget, though, like with Kellen Grady and Davion Mintz, that team was rocking and rolling. They were fun to watch. It was a blend of some transfers with some freshmen. I, I think that may be the recipe. I just hope he's not not getting too heavy here. Uh, but that being said, uh, he's a Camden guy. You know he's going to have an attitude about him. He's going to have that dog in him, and we're yeah, all about that. Good. We love that. Love uh, that. Texter says, I haven't heard Mark this mad since Satterfield left. Mark who? Probably, probably talking about old Blankenspanker. Oh, uh, did he whine about the officials or anything? That'd be funny if he did. Guys, did you each drop 100 at the game? Please say yes. The city needs it. I don't see a scenario where Payne is fired before the season ends. I don't think the board will allow it. I, I think you're right, Texter. And I was totally wrong. I did not think that they were going to keep this thing going. I was wrong every which way to Sunday, a couple times that even. Uh, looks like he's going to remain the coach. I just did not see that happening. But you, you you could be right there. Did I drop 100 at the game? The city needed it. Let me think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, between parking, uh, paying that WLKY guy to interview me, 
uh, the food, the beers at the game. Yeah, it was easily $100. All right, we'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports oh, Radio, hour number two, coming up next. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. And wherever you get your podcast, just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Join us on our Twitter community. Just search Kentucky Roll Call. Not that's not shadow banned. I'm shadow banned. That's not shadow banned. Join us on the Facebook page or follow us on Instagram where we post funny things from time to time. Uh, we'll have a Christmas picture for you on Christmas here in just uh, a few days. We appreciate you listening. We're very thankful. Locally owned station, mom pop organization, run shop, and we appreciate it. We appreciate you listening. Sometimes it can. Uh, the station scoots, I've gotten it in, um, Shelby County. I've gotten it in Bullock County. I've been able to hear some of it in Meade County, but, but it's, it doesn't have the, uh, doesn't have the reach that some others do. So those people that do listen to us, we're very appreciative. Nick Roush, fun first hour reliving UK's big win and big, I mean, sizable cats dropped 95 felt like they probably could have scored scored more. Corey Price, our favorite trivia and statistician. Is that how you say that word that I guess I was saying wrong for 32 yeah. years of my life? Okay. You were just uh, saying like statistician? Like a magician. Mm-hmm. He's a he's magic with the numbers. Uh, that, that was the most points allowed by UofL in a non-conference home game since December 9th, 1997, when Arkansas hung 100 on them. Who? in the 40 minutes of hell or whatever they called their little press thing hmm. that they did. Good times. Uh, but it's, that's bad. That's bad for UofL. They're, 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 they're a mess right now. Roush, let me ask you this. And, and I don't know. If, I don't know. We're going to get, we haven't gotten to the text line. We'll get to the text line. That's a TJ Walker promise for you. But I, I, we, we, we did break down the game. We, you, you know, you, you can only take – that would have been a quad four loss if, if Kentucky would have lost that game. If you were a UofL fan, how confident would you be that it'd be just like, hey, we know that he's going to get fired, or at least we think. I thought for sure he'd already be gone. But I, I cannot imagine a scenario in any world where they'd give him a year three with the state of the KFC Yum Center right now. But that being said, assuming he they are going to make a new hire, and Rutherford's confident about it, a lot of folks are confident about it. How confident would you be that like this gets fixed? If you're a U of L fan, do you think it's just as easy as like, hey, we'll get another coach in here and things will be good? Or would you have a fear of like, what if it, you know, what if like it doesn't get better? What if we can't hire somebody good? What if we make another mistake in the hiring process? Where would your confidence level be if you were a cards fan? Would you be carding hard or hardly carding? Hardly carding because you saw what happened to Indiana. Like, look at our guy Scoots here. He's 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 a broken man. I mean, he's, exactly. He's self self deprecating. Like, have never been good. Because Britney that, Spears head shaved just out of like a midlife crisis. Right. <laughs> um, 
Cause Scoots, like, what have you have you seen Indiana ever reach an Elite Eight? Like since what two thousand when they went to the final uh, four? Two thousand two is when they went to the Ooh. final four. I was at that game. They made Antonio Gates look like a child. But come on, come on. That so, Duke, that Duke IU Sweet Sixteen game was one of the best basketball games I've ever been to. I have a good buddy who's a a big Duke fan, and he still to this day, Carlos Boozer got fouled. No, he didn't. Shut up. I, but, but I, I think you're, if you're a, like the way that Scoots is having to go back to when he was 12 years old, I think there's a legit worry there for Louisville fans that like, all right, well, Chris Mack might have been the guy, but then like, think. I mean, Roush, I'm about, I'm, I'm going to be excited this year because Mike Woodson's going to get Indiana to their third straight tournament. Like that, that's what can happen to a big boy program that's, had success yeah, that's, consistently. That's horrible. That exactly. Horrible. Exactly. I, no, and I that's should where, not. That's the direction Louisville's going. Yeah. Like they would be fired up for three straight turns. Oh hell yeah! And I, but, I understand it. But to that point, we've seen coaches come into places and in year one win big. It's not like Tommy Lloyd took long to get things going at Arizona. I, and I was arguing with, um, some like you can make the right hire. Who were like. You you can never hire a guy who hasn't coached before. I'm like, you would tell that to Tommy Lloyd in Arizona, right? Like, I Kenny still don't think obviously you... was bad at his job, and yeah, you probably shouldn't. But like Jerome Tang, a guy that many of you want, he just got his first chance a year ago. Is that one year making that much of a significant difference? Like he's the same guy. They're probably going to get him. Uh, did you see his weird comments? Um, oh my gosh, he basically he, just said that like I'm out I'm after this year, yeah. which I I thought that like that. Whatever they, if the president or whoever, there's somebody at Kansas State that people in athletics just absolutely hate. Yeah, essentially they had a guy. It was like the old school uh, UK rule where, like, if you got any sort of alcohol related incident, you got kicked off the team. The and, Tomlin guy. So that's what happened there. Yeah, like it, it was like a very much a hard line. There's no second chances for whatever you do, and I don't know what, what exactly that was, but. When Tang got asked if he was happy with it, he just spent like two minutes talking about, like, I'm going to figure this out wherever it may be. And like, well, it was basically like, right now I'm supposed to be here, but God may call me somewhere else very soon. It was just basically <laughs> like, I'm I'm out. And you know what? I don't, I think like it obviously boils down to that tournament loss and some of the comments he made uh, and all of them freaking out because Cal said like the little guy when obviously he didn't yeah. mean any offense by that. Uh, and I think it was some of the assistants at Kansas State that freaked out the most. Point being, I haven't like always loved Jerome Tang. Kudos to him for sticking up. Like that is him basically choosing his player over his university. He feels like his player got awesome. yeah, it is awesome. He feels like his player got railroaded, and he's not afraid to basically do an interview and be like, "They they messed up, and and they're gonna I'm gonna be out of here because of that." He didn't say that, but that's really what he said. If you break down his quotes, he basically said. The university messed up in this, and because of that, you're going to lose me. Um, and you know what? That's, that's that's standing up for your dude. And now that dude is playing for Memphis and makes Memphis even a better basketball team. Uh, but but good for Jerome Tang. Yeah, I, Roush, it all just comes down to who they hire. And that's why – like, this is the biggest hire in the history of UL Athletics, this next basketball hire. Because if you get this one wrong – and the the thing is, there's not even going to be any like patience with a with a rebuild because it's just been a constant state of rebuild. So whoever they hire, let's say that whoever they hire has like a bad November. 
I'm not saying U of L fans are going to say to fire the dude, but like, I don't think you're going to see you. U of L is going to have to start winning for that place to get full again. And I think they'll give a coach just like the benefit of the doubt off the jump. But if then the, the losing, they just can't watch any more losing basketball. No. Like they can only take watching their team lose in person so much. And they've already hit their breaking point. And they'll be excited about a new guy. But if a new guy comes in and struggles early on, it's going to be a disaster. So they cannot mess this hire up, whoever it may be. And I, that's why I'd almost go with somebody that just like you know can hit the transfer portal hard. And I'd, I'd have – Josh Hurd, I don't know what is going through his brain right now. But that's what I think I would emphasize. is like who is somebody that has proven that they can get dudes in the transfer portal? And even if he's not our favorite coach from an X and O standpoint, like even if we worry Musselman. about this aspect of him. You're, you're describing Eric Musselman. <laughs> just get – yeah, I mean if you get, like, if you get Musselman, at least you, you just need a shot in the arm so badly. And I'm not sure if there's a drug strong enough to fix U of L just like that. But this next hire could be like – the the guillotine for the basketball program if you don't get it right which by the way the reason i brought that up is the bar we went to before the game we were hanging out and i saw this our our waitress had like these really funky earrings i couldn't really tell what they were but i was like i like your earrings and she's like oh my gosh thank you so much i'm glad somebody commented on them and she like came down and showed them they were guillotines She was like, I kind of feel like this is fitting for how the game's going to go tonight. I was like, oh, my gosh, you are dark. Like, that's – but I loved it. And she was like, I'll tell you where the store is. If you're into, like – if you're into spooky things, they've got a bunch of great stuff. And I was like – Caulfields? I I am into spooky things. How did you know? That's funny you say that. left and you all fell in love. (laughs) Roush, come on, man. I was with my wife. She's pregnant. Okay. All right. But that did, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Let's get to some of these morning grab and go texts. Let's do it. 502 414 1450. I'm stopping in Thornton's today on my way out of town, fueling up, getting Let's some see. coffee, going to see the family. So you should do that too before you hit the road this holiday season. Ohio? I had two. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Scoots. I was Is just that- asking Ohio. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll Ohio weekend should be a lot of fun. Ooh. Uh, is the weed legalized there yet? I think it's New Year's. It will be. What's Brooke think about that? <laughs> I don't think she has many thoughts on it. Well, get a take for me and just text me this week. Like when you're all driving, be like, hey, TJ was curious your thoughts on Ohio legalizing pot. Okay. I guarantee it's going to be something snarky. Like she says, that's great. Good for them. It's going to be something like that. But don't tell her that. I, is she listening right now, you think? No, no. Okay. They're eating waffles <laughs> right now. Oh, Which that's- I came to, I do get chocolate chips on his, and I'm like, oh man, needed this to be a triple double break, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> that, yeah. my own. <laughs> yeah, you're in for a real treat. Sounds like when you get off the air. Yep. Uh, let's okay. Let's see here. A texter. Are you leaving right after the show for Ohio? Uh, yeah. I mean, we're getting stuff together and all that. But Got- yeah. gotcha. Well, safe travels. I had two fragile little twenty something jerks dude and his girl this is poorly written dude and his girl it seemed go narc on me to an usher for being a seat that wasn't mine it wasn't theirs either just beside them they were kentucky fans too it, it sounds like they just probably wanted some space and they didn't want you sitting next to them so they that were, being were said trying I, to do hand stuff or what like <laughs> that being said i would not i would not tell on you for that imagine, imagine. be a huge loser just to go tell on somebody <laughs> yeah that that Especially for sitting in the wrong seat, unless it's like <laughs> messing with you, there's no reason to te- to get an usher to do anything. 
admittedly, I could get being annoyed. Like you have you have a seat buffer. That's nice. It's like, hey, I've got some room here. And then somebody comes and sits in, and you're like, I don't even think they're supposed to be sitting here. That's kind of annoying. But to go tell on them, that's such a huge leap. Just say something to them. Be like, I mean, even saying something to them would be dorky. Like, come so on, it's a game. It's a game. Yeah, it's not like you sitting in your. It's not like you're sitting in their lap. That's disappointing. Shame on those Kentucky fans. Yeah. Usher had a laugh about it with me once she realized that I what had happened. Took me to an elevator where I was supposed to go to the three hundreds. Blended in and got off the elevator at the VIP floor. No troubles there. Made it right behind the Kentucky bench with a few minutes to go after reminding that dude and his boss of his girlfriend how pitiful they are. Go Big Blue. So much fun. All right. Well, now this is taking a turn on the story. First off, thanks for texting in and thanks for listening. We do really appreciate that. I'm just saying that because I'm going to be a little bit mean. Are you like a, are you a seat jumper? Do you get a thrill out of that? I've got a buddy and I've poor guy. I've strung him along sometimes. Roush, sometimes I do sit in seats that aren't mine, but it's never out of like the thrill of like, I want to be closer. Maybe back in the day, like many, 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 many years ago, I would do that. But like even there was a game this year, UK football game, where like we were meeting some people on the other end of the stadium. I think it was when we were going to go meet Sack and he totally blew us off. And we were on the other end of the stadium and the ga- the half was starting. And I was like, do you just want to like go up here and sit? And my buddy gets really – he just doesn't like confrontation, so he doesn't want to be in a, put in a position where somebody could come over to him and be like, hey, you're in my seats. But he was like, yeah, that's fine. And sure enough, we sat down, and somebody came like 10 minutes later, and they were like, hey, you're in our seats. So we just moved to the row behind us. But I, I don't, the people that just like seek out good seats, you're missing the game when you're doing all these shenanigans. So are you that kind of person, Texter? That's mm-hmm. what I'm – because I was initially on your side, and I think to snitch on you is the wrong thing to do. But if you're just seat hopping to get closer and closer, although interesting you got to the VIP levels. I do, like, at some point he was probably just making a game of it because Kentucky was <laughs> mopping him, you know. <laughs> like, what do you have? You can only yeah. watch a beat down so much. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, sounds uh, like fun, though. They say that those aren't real fans, but have you been on Jimmy's Jet yet, mate? And oh, said, that's a good point. Oh, they followed up. They said nothing to me. I would have found another seat if they'd asked. I'm not a seat jumper, but there are so many empties towards the end that it was easy to be close for a few minutes. Okay, fair enough. I hear you. That's that's fair enough. Uh, Texter says, good morning to my favorite radio show. Sorry I did not have any questions for Trevor last night. I was participating in a winning Wacky Thursday. Hope you all have a Merry Christmas. Shannon O'Bannon. Okay, well, yeah, we did a, a little Twitter space at, Got Brandon Ramsey on there. That was exciting. And then Trevor hopped on as well. It, Justin, you listened. I listened. Yeah. I was. By the way, Roush, uh, TJ just brought up Sack Pack. Somebody last night on the Spaces said that Sack sounds like a more intelligent Nick Roush. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reminding me on that. Um, I've heard, I've actually heard similar things, and um, you know what? If <laughs> you have, yeah, my wife told me that. <laughs> No, there, there was somebody did say that, that previously it was like, yeah, um, Sack and Ralph sound a lot alike. But here's the thing, though. Sack's totally in disagree. Law Sack is in law school. So who's the smart one? He's in the law school. Did, the guy who didn't go to law school. Yeah. I didn't know sure. Sack was in law school. Pretty sure that's why he's like wearing a suit and stuff when he I does thought, his I, I don't know if that's accurate. Um, Pretty but- sure that's accurate. Well, one way or another, somebody's going to be embarrassed because either I didn't know that he was in law school or you thought that he was in law school. 
So, TJ, I've got a question for you. Are, no you, are you fighting off cramps with hair of the dog? No, that's just an energy drink. It kind of looks like that. But here, let me, say, let, me, <laughs> let me show you up close. You see? That's just an energy drink. Ah, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. It kind of looked like it. I thought you all may say something about that. Uh, but that the hair of the dog is a good trick, though. Like, that that does work from time to time. I don't actually do that, though. Like, Really? I, I, I mean... Not as a, I feel bad, let me go open one. I do it as a, like, this is a marathon. If if I stop now, then he'll catch up with me. Like Derby Week, when you're just, you know, going, going, going. But um, never as an actual, like, hangover trick. Maybe, like, if you do the the, the Bloody Mary, maybe. But, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't do it often. It's good. Do you ever do that? No, not typically. No. I mean, I don't. Gotcha. I don't ever really get to a point, though, where I need the hair of the dog in the morning. You just you just fall asleep. Yeah. Although yesterday, man, it was really disappointing. We had our work party, right? And I, I had mentioned us taking shots of tequila. I drank one beer, one shot of tequila, and I was done. I switched to Coke. I couldn't do it. I was so disappointed in myself. Just wasn't going down very well. Wow. Oh Scoots, yeah, I meant, you... to, I meant to ask about the work party. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, did you? I'm I'm I am the worst arcade game player. If you all can find a worse pinball player than this guy right here, I will give you ten dollars because there's not one that exists. I am so freaking bad at pinball; it was embarrassing. Sounds like it. How do you and, get so? And we did the we did the whole yeah, Mario well, you Kart. Get, you can you can get like lucky on pinball. No, just, I, you push I, the buttons. You can also get unlucky because every freaking time I don't I don't know how to avoid it. But every time that I shot my ball up, it would come back down and go right through my flippers. And there's nothing I could do about it. Like, how do people avoid that while playing pinball? Well, you you got you can't let it go right down the alley. Yeah, but how do you avoid that? Well, you don't. You just don't let it happen. <laughs> it was so annoying. You got to flip it differently. I wasn't. It? I wasn't good at a single game. Actually, there was a there was a boat racing game. I was really good at that. But everything else, I was just donating my money back to Rec Bar. <laughs> Well, uh, they're not an advertiser, so the place with arcade games. I meant. Thank you. God, but, I and just... actually, I actually thought you were talking about another place yesterday. Weirdly enough, so uh, glad you <laughs> specified. <laughs> we shot a Trevor Trazit at another arcade place one time. Ralph, that was fun. Yeah, that was that was before that was before kids. Yeah. For twenty twenty four, can we start a Dingus? Does it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, Trevor, Dating apps. Trevor just got to do so much cool stuff. I, I wanted he he had I mean, to we, try it, but I want to do it. I mean, we just did it twice. Like it wasn't it wasn't a big. Was it only it. twice the soccer ball and then the arcade games? Was it? Uh, we did yeah. it. Didn't we do like a? There was one well, more. I thought there was one more too. Uh, him showing up for his job. Trevor <laughs> yeah. Trevor. fails, fired. <laughs> yeah, we can do a dingus. Does it? Uh, does Stephen Peak work for free by chance? Not really, but you know, maybe we can. Because I need first off, I need him to do my amazing rice video, so that's first and foremost. Secondly, Dingus does it videos, and thirdly, unrelated to that, his video with Rutherford and Coffee was awesome. I watched that on the way to the game in traffic because traffic around the holidays, I guess, is just going to be, be miserable for our entire lives because it always is, and it is this year as well. But, I, you know, what was it, like a nine-minute video or however long it was? That was cool. That was good. That, got me kind of pumped, that weirdly got me kind of, like, pumped up for the game, just hearing L fan misery. I'm uh, I'm fired up. We uh, we did a bit with Carl Nathy 
the voice of Kroger Field. That's going to be coming out uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. So if you know you want some Kentucky football content, that'll be a that'll be a nice little treat. Carl, what's, the, what's the extent of the Carl Nathy content? Just like asking him uh, where he came up with first down Kentucky, what his like, what's the part of his job people don't understand that is difficult, stuff like that. His favorite players, um, favorite games. It's All fun. Right, well, just I'd, a nice I'd, ten, ten minute chat. I've got. I'm too busy. Why don't you just answer? Like, who was his favorite players, and how did no, he come up? No, no, sorry, you gotta watch, gotta tune in. You don't ever tease the radio show, and here you are just teasing left and right. I've got this blog. I've got that podcast. I've got this Carl Nathy video. I've got that you, Carl Nathy. You video. were talking about a video that Peak made. I'm like, yeah, we. I gotta gotta do a voiceover as soon as I we know. Get out I of just here. I've got to fit in a complaint somewhere into all this. You know that. Come on. <laughs> Speaking five of. Zero two, 5024141450 go ahead scoot speaking of voice man can i just say how thankful i am for lance mcgarvey not doing the whole like three that not hearing that last night it was just amazing love it well they have to make threes for that to for him to do that. well i mean even still if they were to make any he he doesn't hold the three long like the previous guy that's a toot my own horn like i i'm I'm a college basketball wizard, Roush. Like I, and, and again, the stats were out there. This was this was easy, but like I, what was our exact talking point on the UK UVL game? Is uh, UK is going to get a ton of open threes, and yeah. you know, let's see, let, let's hit them, let's knock them down. How many? The, how many UK hit twelve? Uh, they finished the night. I'm pulling it up. Uh, twelve of twenty-five. That's like not outrageous, but it's really good. That's thirty-six points on threes. How many points did UofL have? I mean, that's almost like half of UofL's point total you're getting just from behind the arc. And UofL only hit four. They're a bad shooting team. It's a, They're a bad roster. Like when Sky Clark was there, and I hate being mean to the dude, but like when Sky Clark was their prize transfer from the portal, a dude who quit on their team at Illinois, and that was like, we're good. Like we're, we're going to lose L. Ellis to Arkansas. But we've got Sky, so we're good. I was like, all right, you know you're going to be a, a disaster this year. And they were. But we called that. We were like, UK is going to get a ton of open threes. Make them. They should. UK can hit open threes. I'm not sure I predicted Trey Mitchell hitting four, Roush. But like you said, in hour number one, it, if he's going to get open looks, every UK fan will be begging for him to take that shot because he can knock him down. And he did it yesterday. But I did not think he would hit four. That, that was uh, impressive from him. He's such a blessing to get him in the transfer portal. Well, and his shot, too, is so pretty. When when oh, he makes smooth. those, like every single three that I have seen him make this season touches nothing but the bottom of the net. He he does not hit rim. The net does the little splash thing. Yes, every it's, it's like the, beautiful. It's like the picture perfect. If they ever needed to, like, shoot the ball going through the net for a commercial, just let Trey Mitchell be the one that's shooting it. And that's not to say that Antonio Reeves also yeah. doesn't have like a fun way to swish shots his, as well. His three before halftime, where you see his like he gets on his tippy toes and the bounce that he had, you're like, oh, this is going in. There's no, and, and he's I, got I, like a little hitch to his shot, but it's still fun because it, it, you know, it, it works. There was one where he started running down the court when the ball was in the air because he just knew it was good right in front of the Louisville bench. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun! Like I just, I don't, man, this is this is fun. I do wish before she left that we could have gotten Hannah on just to get her perspective of of last night. Uh, we can invite uh, we. I'm we'll proud of fans. I'm proud of her. She wore her red. She she's you know she was there. She's pregnant and miserable. 
And, and she's got to deal like sit watch the game next to you. Me, right? like uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, me. I, I'm I, and she was you know she Did was you have, like, a on. Kentucky fan nearby to like high five and stuff. We had a younger them. couple sitting next to us, and they were also a divided household. And it didn't look like the significant other in red was nearly as good as a sport. Like she looked like she was miserable to be there. So no, like we did not interact with them. Um, Cause yeah, I'm just, I'm just, obnoxious. and also I, it I was love being obnoxious. It's me, it's fun. wife, girl, uh, guy. So maybe it's the guy and I were U of L fans to, to be able yes, to have, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, she, they, they didn't really have any like sort of emotion or reaction to anything. Like I, you know, when UK was hitting a three, which seemed like you'd blink your eye and they were hitting another three, like I'd stand up and like, you know, put my hands in the air, but that was the, you are just it. like finger guns and also like, having, having the, like being in your home arena and having an air ball chant against you just has to be bottom of the barrel sort of stuff. <laughs> like what a, what a night, what a night to remember. Yeah. Uh, um, I think we hit all the grab and go textures, but nice. I don't know where we are on the text line scoots. So. That, that makes all up. of it. We are. Well, we did the thing yesterday where we started from it, the bottom, worked our way. We've got all kinds of. We, we, well, we started we from them. the bottom, and now we're here. We yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go. I, I've got a spot. KRC Texter Friday. We're going to start there. There's a better chance I suit up for UofL before this game is over. Kenny makes it to Christmas. <laughs> it sounds like that's wrong, though. He's going to make it to Christmas. He did look good. That was a good-looking blazer. Uh, it, just, it did make me sad, like, seeing, you know, their embrace. It almost seemed like a. I I think Cal Cal knows. I mean, I don't think Cal's dumb, but like that's the embrace almost seemed like a like, hey, you did your best, buddy. I'm still proud of it. It almost seemed like a proud dad to a failing son, which I would know all about that embrace. Oh man, look it tweeted the vibes are immaculate in Shane Bahannon's house. <laughs> I don't get it. He's calling the Yum Center the house that Shane Bahannon built. <laughs> uh, it's not that funny. I it's nice it to see Luckett pick UK to win, though. Way to go, Luckett. <laughs> oh, that man. Coward. Wow, Ron Cooper actually had more wins in football than Kenny Bay. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Ooh, that's not good. That's, <laughs> that's, not, that's, a, that's not good. Does um, UFO win another game this year? They get Notre Dame. Notre Dame's pretty bad. Boston College is always good for a laugh. Yeah, I can't. Th- I don't think. I don't think less of an athletic program than Boston College. By the way, I think I always use them as like the the escape goat for like a bad program, but that's intentional. Suck at Boston I College. I mean, rightfully so. Are they good at anything? No, and they, like they they're in they're in one of the best cities in America. And I get that like that's not a football hotbed up there, so maybe football you're not naturally going to be great at, and that's fine. Teams from New but England. They have history, right? Like. Isn't they do that have where, history. Isn't that where Matt Ryan went? Yeah, and, and, and Doug Flutie. Flutie. Yeah, yeah. like that. They, they should be better. I, I usually go to Northwestern, but they were good under Pat Fitzgerald. So yeah, like it. it AJ Dillon. Like they've gotten true. they've gotten players, but like there's no reason they shouldn't be great at basketball. And they're just they just don't care about athletics, and that's fine. But they that's that's the issue with the ACC, and that's why it's falling apart. And Roush, if we had a three hour show, we'd probably get into like the Florida State stuff. I don't know if we have enough time about it today, but it seems like they're trying to dip. And uh, was that Board of Regents meeting today or was it yesterday? Did it already happen or is it happening? 
Uh, I forget. It might be today. Just as a quick summary, this is the way I look at it, and and maybe I'm wrong about some of this, and feel free to text in to, to correct me if I am wrong. But it, it's basically Florida State's lawyers for months have been like going to the ACC offices, looking at this grant of rights deal that has teams locked into what, like 2036, Roush? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, like a long time. I mean, Gotta a, pay a, a, a huge a, exit fee. Huge exit fee. What, like 130 million or something well, like that? Yeah, 150. Some, something ridiculous and these florida state lawyers have been going back and forth between tallahassee and the acc offices and they got their board of regents their board of trustees whatever they call it together because the lawyers are ready to tell them what they found like here's our way out or here's what we've discovered and a lot of people are thinking well they wouldn't call this meeting to tell them like we're we're screwed like we're hosed (laughs) <laughs> you, you know, like they wouldn't they wouldn't yeah. they wouldn't call this meeting to tell them we, we didn't find anything that you all were looking for. So a lot of people think that this means that they've they have found some sort of loophole or they're just going to bite the bullet and pay the cash on it, whatever it may be. But it sounds like Florida State's dipping out of the ACC. And I don't think they're dipping out of the ACC to join the Big Ten. Maybe that'd be a fun move by the Big Ten, but their academics aren't really in line. Obviously, the geographical footprint doesn't match up, but that didn't matter to the Big Ten with the with the West Coast schools. So maybe that's why I don't think it's impossible, but I do think it's probably unlikely. And I think they're going to join the SEC, Roush. I, I don't know when, but I think they're going to be an SEC. So, like, the, the thing is, is I see that being – like, I, it's pretty easy to assume that that's the ultimate finish line. But the eight, they're going to be in limbo for years. Right, like if they're trying to get out of the ACC next year, the SEC isn't taking them right away. They're going to have to, they're going to be independent for a while, and it's going to be, it's going to be weird. Like, who are they going to play? That sort of deal. Like, I, if they pull out immediately, nobody's going to take them immediately unless they're they'll go to the Big Twelve. Scoots, here's my prediction. They're not. I don't think they'd go to the Big Twelve. I mean, maybe if they could like get a sweetheart deal to the Big Twelve to be like, hey, can we come here for a couple of years, and then knowingly that we're probably going Just to not leave. take like their revenue or whatever. Yeah, Scoots, here's what I think is going to happen: is I think they're going to leave the ACC. Roush is right; they're going to be independent, and I think they're going to tell the SEC that like we will waive revenue for X amount of years. Let us in. To the point where it's like SEC is like, we wanted them in anyways, but we're going to get the Florida State brand and not have to pay them for similar to who who did SMU do that for yeah, the SMU wave their revenue stuff. I think for Florida ACC State will, to join the ACC, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. With the uh, mm-hmm. gosh, I had briefly forgotten that With like Cal Stanford, and Stanford. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is gonna be this is gonna be my brain's gonna be in a pretzel here a little bit for a few years with having to understand this stuff. But that, I, I think Florida State will do something like that. I don't know if it'll be like no revenue. It may be a discounted. They'll do whatever. And, and they're, they're just going to look at it at the long play. Like, yeah. let's just get in the club, even if it means we've got bad seats for the time being. Let's just get in. It's going to – because if you do do like the financial forecast on that stuff, it, they're going to make money if, if they can do this correctly. Even with all the money they're going to have to pay the ACC, even with maybe having to take some discounted fee to get in or discounted revenue cut to get in, in the long run, they're going to make money. It reminds me uh, in the in Chicago, did you know that like a different country owns all the parking in Chicago? Yeah, I heard it was uh, the Saudis. And they bought all of it. Chicago, yeah. the city, just was like, we need the money right now. So, like, this is a big figure. Let's do it. And whoever, which, if it's Saudis, I'll take your word for it. Whoever it was, they made their money back in, like, two years. And yeah, the city of sure. Chicago was just like, oh, man. 
Why did we do was, this? That was dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I think it gets talked about, like it's been written about in articles about being one of the dumbest deals. And I think like the government's thought about intervening and just being like, never mind. Wouldn't it be the U S government to just, uh, intervene to, to, to go back on a deal? Yeah. Doesn't sound yeah. like them. So, um, one, one question real quick, Roush. If Florida okay. State were to join the SEC, we had a text earlier this week that I think we had skipped over, but how many teams eventually do you all want to see it in the SEC? Like, what's what's the ceiling, the max number of teams that you're wanting in the SEC eventually? 70, 72. Okay. I, I, I actually like it at 16, and I don't, I don't want Florida State. I want it to stay put. You wouldn't want to see 20? I want – if. It, because it feels like it's eventually going to get to 20, but like, give me this intermediate, right? We had 10 years of it at 12 or 14 or whatever. Like I, I like having a little bit of time to like reacclimate. I would much rather not just like make the jump right now to 20. Like give, give me a little bit more time. Give me one year where I know, <laughs> like, let me play the Texas and Oklahoma's of the world before I uh, formulate a strong opinion on it. Right. Can I at least have that chance? I want it to be like the game of risk and then the SEC just take over the world. TJ, you can't and leave Indiana and leave Indiana and Louisville out. Can't use the word risk anymore today. I, I heard enough of that with Jimmy Dykes last night. That was his word of the night. Risky. I can't wait to go back and Good watch grief. this game on the old Pelotron because Scoots is triggered to Bolivia. He is so worked annoying. up in a big way. In all seriousness, I do want the SEC to be choosy. I, I I don't think you need to. It doesn't need to be an arms race in terms of quantity. You need to be cautious and focused on quality. Because because like and, it, it, the more you add, the more water down it's going to get. There's totally no, agree. Like, there's no and, more you know big. What? There's no if more the, big dogs left except it, maybe Florida State. If the Big Ten wants to add Duke and they want to add all these schools, that's fine. It it's just going to tick off Ohio State. It's just going to tick off Michigan. And maybe someday the SEC says, like, hey, Ohio State and Michigan, aren't you all mad? Like, I don't think you need to – if the Big Ten wants to keep adding, I'm not even so sure they're going to. But if they want to keep adding, that's fine. I think the SEC needs to look at North Carolina. That's probably my number one. And then Florida State, I'm okay with too. And then I think I would stop there unless you can get one of – Notre Dame obviously has a free pass. I would, I would try to get Notre Dame. Like, I would go recruit them. I think the SEC thinks, like, hey, we are what we are, and if you want to come to us, we'll hear you. Uh, but Notre Dame, they need to be active and go after them. And then, I don't know, see what happens in the Big Ten. I mean, Big Ten has Rutgers. Like, they've got some trash programs. Now, you could say, well, the SEC's got Vanderbilt. That's correct. Vanderbilt's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, but they are at least good at baseball. They're one of the best programs in the country in baseball. What's Rutgers, one of the best programs? STD rates, Roush? Oh, uh, Alabama player got arrested for that, uh, knowingly transmitting an STD. What? While, yeah, four star, former four star recruit. A uh, scooch says if that's a crime, his college life would have been a lot different. Not the case. <laughs> that's good to hear. I didn't know. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, Elijah Pritchett yesterday. It's like felon or a misdemeanor in Alabama is knowingly transmitting an STD. So you'd have to have like evidence of like, hey, I've got this STD and I'm giving it to this person. Yeah, pretty weird. How would you prove that? I don't text message evidence. I don't know. But it, it's, it, it's definitely an archaic old wall. Scoots, we need another break, don't we? We do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when we come back, uh, Vince Marrow, question mark? Huh? 
I don't know what that means, but I'm. We, we've got to discuss. I'm intrigued. That's a good radio tease. That's why they pay him the big bucks. This is Kentucky Roll Call. One final segment coming up before the Christmas holiday. Welcome back. One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Although I think Roush, he he may have got stuck with the pancakes, Scoots. He, he, we, <laughs> yeah, he's not back yet. <laughs> we've just got an empty room. Oh, there he comes. I don't blame him. I don't the, way he descri- the way he described those pancakes sounded, sounded pretty good. Waffles, right? I think they were waffles. How was your waffle, That's- Roush? Um, just got a couple bites. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, too, is that I, I prefer it when the chocolate chip is post ad because then it just gets melty instead of being intermittent. But I'm still not complaining. Still not complaining. Well, we've it's almost oh, Christmas. We got about yeah. 15 minutes left in the show before we're off for a few days. We'll be off obviously Monday, and we're going to take Tuesday off because. We deserve it, Woo-hoo! and we'll be back Wednesday. We we be back. We'll, we we be back Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, just in time for the holiday bowl, where uh, Jeff Brom he's getting ready for it, and he was getting ready for it with Vince Marrow. Did you see that, TJ? I did not. I did not. So that was. I, I did see that he had a quote being like, "Nick Rouse's uncle. Nick Rouse's yeah. uncle is the best dude in the world." Yeah. So Cutter Bowie got his Paul Horning Award yesterday in the city of Louisville. Uh, Vince Merrill went to the the country club for the ceremony and spoke to the Louisville quarterback club. He said, y'all better do whatever y'all can to keep Jeff here because the last guy here, I didn't really have to work that hard recruiting. It was very easy to go against that last staff. Jeff being here, we know we got to roll up our sleeves and go to work. So is Vince Merrill playing too too nice with Jeff Brown? No, I like it. I think you're just kind of like – it. It's true. It's just true. So I think it's better to like, uh, I maybe it's going to be easier to recruit if they think we're all buddy buddy with them. I don't know. Uh, I was trying to think of an angle for radio's sake and couldn't do it. But in yeah, all seriousness, right, right. in all seriousness, like I think he's just being complimentary and speaking speaking the truth. Like Satterfield was a joke. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was certainly a joke, and uh, he. he, he he even said it uh, at the press conference the other day, like him, like they played football together uh, in the XFL. Him and Jeff are buddies. Like, yeah. I don't think it's a big deal. And it is true. Like U of L, they're gonna they're gonna start getting their share of dudes more so than than previous years. Satterfield at times didn't even recruit the state at all. So of course that's gonna make it a little bit easier for for UK staff. But that being said, Brom zero one as the head coach. In the rivalry, so no fence, Roush, but got to give a suck it. Yep, suck it. Um, shout out uh, to the Orlando Rage, though. Big, big, big night for the Orlando Rage. Uh, big night for the Thornton Sex Line 502 414 1450. 11 minutes left in the first half. Don't like the feel of this game. No energy from Kentucky. 
Kentucky. Scratch my last text. I didn't realize how bad UofL is. Yikes. I thought UK's energy was fine. I, obviously, they had a slow start. Just shots weren't falling there in the first little stretch. But uh, right, literally, texter right after you sent that, that's like when things turn. So maybe, maybe that was the jinx the Cats needed to really kick it into a high gear. But that was when the game was over, was that 12 to 8-minute stretch. Just like that, Roush, a tied game, you blink, Cats are up 13. And they can do that to good teams, and they can certainly do it to bad teams. And UofL is the latter uh, in that example. But they, they did it to them all the same, and then they just pushed and extended that lead, and it was an easy cover, and hopefully people won money on that. What happened on the – so the over hit. I actually think I was on the under. That, I, I don't – I didn't bet anything substantial if I bet it bet anything at all. But I, the over hit, right? Yeah, easy. 160, yeah, real easy. whatever. Yeah. Um, well, I, I thought the under would hit. I thought UofL would try to muddy up the game a little bit more, but I don't think UofL can do anything that they want to do. Like, even if they want to try to do something, I'm not so sure that they're competent enough to be able to do it. So, easy win for the Cats. Let's get back to the Thornton Stacks line. 502 um, TJ, you called it on the Brandon Huntley Hatfield over nine and a half points. He's eating. Should have taken it. Yep. That's uh, your old pal TJ was... Coin you in. Hope you put some coin on us to win the title at plus 2,200 because with our guards and offensive talent, that value is insane. I bet it in uh, like April or March. I always usually do my futures after other futures, ideally, and fingers crossed hit. And I, so I never actually even make money because I just, the money that I actually win, the little money I win, I just put towards other future bets, Roush. Just mm-hmm. waiting to hit it big. No, I'm kidding. But I need to see what I got the caps at. Um, but I, I I think they've got. I think they've got a good chance to win it all. I actually. Why why, can anybody tell me why not their defense? I guess would be the reason. I I, I don't. I'm not buying into that. So I was curious about title odds last night. I actually bet the Cats. What was that? About a month ago at sixteen to one. So I was just curious where the odds have gone since then because Kentucky's played really well since then. They've actually went up to eighteen to one now. So I got it at sixteen and eighteen. I remember after that first half against Kansas, like for a brief moment, UK was like six to one to win the title. I was like, all right, that, that's a bit of an overreaction, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all having fun here, but let's let's calm down. Uh, but no, I, again, you, I, you need to tell me a roster. I think I've been complimentary of UConn, and they just lost to Seton Hall again. Even good teams can slip up, but give me give me this team in March if they keep at their current trajectory, which is uh which is really good. I mean, they're NBA players playing college basketball. It should be good. It is. Texture says, remake white men can't jump with Reed and Rob. Uh, DJ decided to take it easy on old Grand Pop Pop tonight. Man, what a what a Christmas gift from DJ Wagner. Really, all of the Camden guys, they were just like, you know what? We're going we're gonna to be nice to old Grand Pop Pop Milk. It's going to be It's going to be okay. Reed clearly listens to Roll Call, heard TJ talk junk about his haircut, and got a tighter fade. I didn't talk junk. It's just I thought it'd be a little better. But it, it looks it looks nice. He 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 looks like a good – he's a good-looking gentleman. Go Reed Shepard. Oh, man. This is this is a great text. He says, my only wish, issue with the Cats, trying to figure out which player is going to hit their over total. Wagner one night, Dilly the next, Antonio after that. What a terrible problem to have. But bank account would love to know the correct trend. But go freaking Cats, baby. I was thinking about that yesterday. I think I mentioned it on the space. Um, if I didn't, I thought about it shortly after. Like last year, and, and this has been the case for a few years, but like last year, if 
if Kaysen wasn't scoring, it was like Kaysen, Antonio, and Oscar. We need those three guys, all of them. And if one of them's not, then there's a chance that UK could lose. And maybe, you know, Toppin could have a big game and that would equal out somebody else. But like you were so reliant on just a few guys, and maybe even a couple guys. You know, there's t- obviously Antonio Reeves' bad shooting night costs UK a tournament game. This year, that texture's right. Like it, it could be Roush. Any of seven people could be the leading scorer for UK, and I really wouldn't be shocked by it. That's insane. That's not a normal thing in college basketball. Again, like on any given night, sure, you can have a guy come off the bench and just explode, and that can be crazy. But you almost expect it. You just don't know who it's going to be, but you know it's going to be somebody. It's a deep team. It's a talented team. I I, I can't express enough how much I think highly of this UK group. And they're young. They will get better. But it could be anybody on any given night. Texture Thorns Texon says, watching this game, and cannot believe how poorly coached this Louisville team is. They have players. They do. Patino were coaching this team. That 13 and a half line wouldn't be crazy. There's zero awareness or execution. I'll never want Louisville to win, but I want this rivalry to be competitive again, which I think is uh, a sentiment shared by by many folks. Oh, TJ, you're uh, muted. I think it will be. I think they'll. I I think they'll make a right hire. Uh, maybe in the long run, it won't be the right hire, but I think they'll hire somebody that's going to be able to turn this around quicker. And there'll be some juice in that game next year. And but it'll be at Rupp, and I think the expectation should be, as always, for UK to win. But Roush, maybe when they get their new guy in, it's his first game at the Yum Center in two years. Whoever it may be, that may be the one that like you feel the juice is back. You won't get the Yum Center being mostly blue. Mm-hmm. You'll, it'll have an old feel. But that's crazy to think like, hey, U of L in two years, you'll have a chance, little guy. Come here for a noogie. But, but will they, though? Cal's 13-3 and three against Louisville. Like, do, do they actually have – have they ever had a chance? Many people are asking. Kentucky has thoroughly dominated them in basketball. Oh, and in football, too. So just suck it, cards. Take out your but- suck it and suck it. Secondly, I've decided I'm letting my Alabama bet ride at least for the Michigan game, and then I'll look at the cash out option then. But I think I'm going to let it ride. Win, nice. try to win, try to win me uh, over ride, $1, ride, $1, ride, let it ride. Love what it. do we got next Love on that. the text line? Uh, I don't. Did you? But have you been on Jimmy's jet, mate? And I think that's a grab and go texture that we read already. I'm a sucker. I got UK in April at plus fourteen hundred, so not even anything good. Oh yeah, total sucker. Yeah, that's 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 not good at all. I mean, it's like now it's not so bad, I guess, because they're going to win it all. So I'll take something over nothing. But yeah, I thought I I thought I got in at a sweet deal. I did not. I did not at all. UK at three and zero is now officially in first place in the ACC. Wow. I love the joke. Like, does UK win more ACC games than Louisville? And I think it's <laughs> probably yes. Did Gil hey, the- go to the work party? Yeah. No. Did Gil go to the work party suits? No. Why not? Does Gil enjoy pinball? Is he good at it? I have no idea. <laughs> like, why, why would y'all think I would know that? I've, I've never played pinball. With well, Gil. you all do you everything all together. About, yeah, you, and you talk about everything. <laughs> you, you hold hands? I told well, him, I, I, I was telling him how I was bad last night. and he, But he didn't come back with, oh, I'm a great pinball player, so I have no idea. Well, that's kind of why doesn't Gil ever open up to you? He uh, He actually had a bad day yesterday, so he doesn't drink ever. And he came home with a case of 16-ounce Miller Lights, instantly poured two of them into a glass and just chugged it. I was like, whoa, what's going on there, bud? 
So that was pretty what, crazy. What was, what was going on? Uh, basically, he had a altercation with one of his employees. She's an idiot, doesn't understand why she's being treated the way she is. So she went to HR, so he had to spend like almost two hours in the HR office just answering just a bunch of BS questions. That sounds horrible. Yeah, he was he was ticked. Uh, that man. Kind of glad I don't have to deal with that sort of stuff. <laughs> Although I don't know, maybe he's in the wrong. I you don't know. know Gil. That, that's what that maybe was. He deserved it. That was the end when we were done talking about it. That was my sentiment. Like, man, I'm really glad I've never worked for a place with an actual HR department because that sounds I think, exhausting. I, I would. First off, I'm not so sure that our radio station doesn't. Uh, secondly, I'm shocked that your hotel doesn't. I mean, there there is up in corporate, I assume, but not. There's never. I've never worked at a place that has an HR department on site. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Roush, one out of ten. Where's your Christmas spirit? It's going to be like nine and a half soon. I'm 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 very excited. It last night was a little bit of um um. I, I'm just getting drunk off of Rob Dillingham dunks and windmills. He windmilled his way into my heart. But I did um, I did kind of – my come down was uh, I turned on – they've got like a Walt Disney Christmas special where they just kind of show like it's old like classic cartoons mixed in with like the parade at Disneyland and just like some 19 hit, – hitting you over the head with some 1950s and 60s Walt Disney nostalgia. So that kind of got me there. I, I – Told myself I'm going to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Um, so I think that's going to happen tonight if the kids go to bed. A lot of Christmas parties this weekend. So uh, we'll listen to Christmas music on the way up to Ohio. So at, there, there is very much a December. Like I try to enjoy it as much as I can, but like the, it's a sprint till signing day. So now I can exhale a little bit and just kind of enjoy it for a few days. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Nine and a half. Oh, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. I think I'm I'm up there, and then this weekend is when like the wife and I will really dive into our favorite Christmas movies. Uh, so that's that's fun. Although I haven't watched Home Alone yet, like I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. I, I think I learned this from my mom, but I always get sad when Christmas is over. Though there's like the 26th is just a sad, always a sad day. It's like oh man, you gotta keep uh, your decorations up a little bit longer. But like it's it's all over. I, I, well, I, I'm good till the UK bowl game because, like, you just got like bowl games happening all the time. I'm sure you're not working, like, you know, like it's just there's a lot of just like ah, we can kind of roll around in this a little bit longer. That's true. And then the good news is though, January means more consistent UK basketball. You get back to that nice, beautiful Tuesday Saturday routine. Everything feels right in the world. Uh, it's dark. At, oh, is today the the shortest day of the year, or was that yesterday? I think it was uh, I yesterday. Oh, yeah, it was yesterday, old? according to all of the astrology women. Like, why? I don't. When did, when did women just become aligned with the stars? Like, when did that happen? I don't. We have normal calendars. We don't. Do we need to have solstice celebrations? I don't understand. I don't understand why that became a thing. What else do you say to women out there? <laughs> I just, I just. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> Merry uh, Christmas. Are- Hey, the good news is, is at least I think this is still the plan, but Scoots and I are going to do Spears today. So if you want a little extra TJ Walker and Justin Kalen, noon to one on the Big X Sports Radio. Is that the case, Scoots? Uh, Yeah, I guess. Okay. I mean, we don't (laughs) have to. I mean, it it all depends on, so Denison might be out today. So if Denison's out, ideally, 
no spears, but I mean, it's whatever you want to do. I'll be here. No, I, I think that that's fine. It's the holiday. You work too hard as is. If 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 you want to do it, we'll do it. So maybe tune in at noon. Maybe it'll be a <laughs> surprise. Uh, and then I'll read the text if that's the case. Everybody have a Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. We're going to be out Monday and Tuesday. We'll be back Wednesday. We'll be previewing UK's bowl game. We'll be talking football. We'll be talking whatever. But thank you for listening. We're so appreciative for you. Check out ShadyRays.com. Check out Salsaritas. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rowe, Justin Kalen. Merry Christmas.